Welcome to Ion Sterile Processing. I am so glad you made it here. I wanted to talk about Pride Month real quick and the things that are going on as far as we're going to start off with the laws and how they have changed recently, especially with the Biden administration. Um, a little bit about what Trump had unraveled or undone all the way back to a little bit about Obama. And then we're going to talk about the celebrations that are going on right now, uh, medical device companies, uh, healthcare companies that are celebrating pride and they're doing more than just flying a flag. And a lot of people feel like it is necessary to do more than just fly a flag. Like what exactly are you doing when we talk about diversity and inclusion? I rarely have heard conversations about the LGBT community. I usually hear about black and white or women versus men. So I, I do want to talk about that. And then I do want to talk about different health services that are available because discrimination definitely does exist in the LGBT community. So there are health services out there that um, hopefully will be a little bit more compassion with the uh, community that requires special attention. Okay. And then after that, I want to talk about the conversations you can have at work because a lot of times people are just afraid of having any conversation for fear of making someone uncomfortable or saying the wrong thing. So I just want to talk a little bit about that and then I'll let you go. But I definitely want to touch on Pride Month because trust me, I've been to Pride events. And I mean, I, from California where I'm born and raised when I was in Colorado and when I was in Atlanta, Georgia, and I had me a great time. And um, I, I think we all should celebrate everyone. And then it just, you know, when I was taking my leadership course, I had to talk about if I was in charge of an organization, how would I include people with different backgrounds, whether it was LGBTQ plus community um, or it was people with different religions and, and people with different needs. And, you know, um, one of my papers, I end up writing saying that, you know what? If I would have allowed people that, uh, for instance, LBGTQ plus community, and I think there's an A in there for allies, um, I would also allow them to trade in a federal holiday if they chose to, to celebrate like Pride Month, pick a, a day out the month and say, hey, you know what? I, I don't celebrate Christmas or I, I don't celebrate any of those think we have eight or nine holidays out of the year. I don't want to celebrate those, you know, but I do want to celebrate this. That means something much more to me than Thanksgiving or Christmas, because everyone doesn't really care about those holidays like that and give them that flexibility. And that shows more than flying a flag that I, I really do respect the diversity. I really do respect where you're coming from. People who are, you know, Muslim or whatever, and they don't celebrate Christmas or people who don't celebrate Easter or whatever, but they come from another country and there are religious practices that, you know, they really celebrate. Let them celebrate that in lieu of, you know, our normal American traditions. I know they are here in America, but we are a diverse environment. So we should be able to accommodate people in those ways. And I also mentioned in the paper that I had submitted to my professor, was, you know, celebrations, people being able to decorate, whether it's their workstation or they'd be able to put uh, posters in the break room or they being able to do things within the guidelines of the hospital that they work in. Because I'm always looking from a hospital perspective, you know, and some um, hospitals are faith based hospitals. So, of course, I don't want to, you know, um, overimpose or, or make other people feel uncomfortable 
with the diversity. Some people are not used to that. So I also talked about town hall meetings leading up to different things, getting people used to who who do you work with? You know what I mean? So it should always be ongoing throughout the year, whether it's LGBT, whether it's blacks, whether it's whites, whether it's women, whether it's disabled people that are physically disabled, mental dis disabilities. These conversations have to go on throughout the year. So when these celebrations come up or these conversations come up, people don't feel uncomfortable about expressing how they really feel about it when they're on the other side, when they're not the one requiring that accommodation or not the one requiring that recognition. So let me stop before I go on and on. I'm going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with um, my little checklist and then I'm going to let you go. Okay. Okay, you still there? Okay, cool. All right, I'm glad you made it. So let's get th through this list real quick before I have to go to work, honey. It is Wednesday morning, June 16th at 4.48. I've been up since 1.30 this morning. Okay, here we go. So, and I wanted to mention Medtronics. That's why I, I put that in the title, I think, Medtronics, because I'm like, Medtronics and Abbott, they're doing stuff. I'm like, what is sterile processing actually doing? What are they doing in your department? Have you seen anything? Are there any uh, rainbows up or, or what's going on? Nothing? Because I haven't seen a thing, honey. Okay, so let me move on. Okay, in 2016, the Obama administration introduced rules that protect LGBT people under the federal healthcare discrimination provision. Okay, and then um, Health and Human Services under Trump in June of 2020 issued a rule that lifted some of the anti-discrimination protections under the Affordable Care Act. And that was a law signed by... Barack Obama back in 2010. The Trump era also reversed civil rights protection in healthcare that cover areas like gender identity and abortion. But last year, the Supreme Court ruled that a longstanding federal law barring workplace discrimination protects gay and transgender employees. Okay, so let's talk about the celebrations real quick. Um, Abbott Medical Device and Healthcare Company, they're having a podcast where they're interviews, they're having interviews with LGBTQ and ally network members focusing on the importance of allyship to the LGBTQ community. They're also going to have videos and they're partnering with corporate marketing on campaign videos. And it is hashtag this is me. Also, um, Abbvie, A-B-B-V-I-E, is an American publicly traded biopharmaceutical company. And they're sharing a video of Abbvie employees discussing their personal pronouns along with Zoom backgrounds that employees can use with their pronouns. Baxter Healthcare Company is also celebrating Pride Month. Cigna Health is another one. Now, with Medtronics, they're flying the Pride progress flag for the entire month of June. Now there, I give you a link to all the other places that's doing different things. Cause there's a lot of them on there. And a lot of them are flying the flag, maybe the, the beginning of the month and then the end of the month, but Medtronics is flying for the entire month. Then they're having a weekly global hashtag united with pride panel event It's co-host with um, our, they're saying with their Hispanic Latino network, Asian impact at Medtronic network, African Descent Network and A-B-L-E-D-E-R-G. I do not know what that means, but you can look it up. A-B-L-E-D-E-R-G. Okay. And the African Descent Network. I never even heard of that. Okay. Um, then also what they're doing, transferring care beyond the binary webinar. And they're doing that in partnership with Rainbow Health. 
also LGBTQ plus sign language workshop in partnership with our A-B-L-E-D-E-R-G. Okay, that's who they are. Okay, sign language. And then also they um, have an event. Uh, it's called Pride Parents, and it's a lunch and learn. Pride Parents Lunch and Learn. That's very, very interesting there. Also, Walgreens is celebrating Pride Month, and Wells Fargo is doing the most. I will give you the link. Let me see if I can find this link real quick, just so you can go there in case you're like, girl, I don't have time to be going to these links. I just want you to tell me where it's at. It is called diversitybestpractices.com, and you should be able to click around and find it. It is a list of places, but when I tell you Wells Fargo is doing the most, Wells Fargo has really outdone everyone else when I went down that list. Okay, I want to move on real quick to health services because um, from my research and my reading and my understanding, there is a lot of discrimination going on when it comes to the LGBTQ plus community when they go out there to get health care. And a lot of times because of the discrimination, because the health care provider doesn't understand their needs or discriminate against them, a lot of people just don't go get help. They don't get the treatment that they need, you know, because of the discrimination, they just don't want to deal with it. So uh, the CDC website is cdc.gov forward slash LGBT health. And here they have LGBT health clinics by state and city, and it's a list of them. And I also have this in the show notes as well. So you can go to, let's say, me being from California, Long Beach. I lived in Long Beach. So you click on there and they give you those centers. It looks like they have one at least in every state. And you know what? I was reading also in an article saying the southern states are the states where discrimination is most prevalent in. And that's really unfortunate because I've lived in southern states and let me see if Georgia is on here, honey, real quick before I go, because that's one of my states. FG. Okay, Georgia's on there. Atlanta, Columbus, Georgia, and Macon, Georgia. Okay, good. They're on there. Let's see Alabama real quick. Alabama has one. Okay, in Birmingham. All right. Anyways, I want to move on. Also, there, are, there I will have in the show notes, there's a map, um, and it's, it's about change. It's talk about local non-discrimination ordinance, and they're saying as of January the 1st, 2021, there are 21 states, Washington, D.C., and at least 330 municipalities that fully and explicitly prohibit discrimination based on LGBTQ people in employment, housing and public accommodations. And there's a map here for you to go to to see what your state is doing and the changes that are coming. And you can kind of look at a map of the whole entire United States to see where we're moving toward. And then the last thing I want to talk about is they did. I found a website that was is from nurse.org and they were talking about different celebrations you can do and how you can deal with, you know, LGBT pride month and just, you know, the work environment all together. And, and as far as nursing go, but it applies to us as well. And one of them I wanted to talk about was pronouns. And here, um, let me see the title of this is called 10 tips for caring for LGBTQIA plus patients. And number six, they have on here, they talk about using gender neutral language and they say approach each interaction with open mindedness and a non judgmental attitude. For instance, you can use language that changes nursing mother to currently nursing, you know, saying currently nursing instead of nursing mother. And that indicates that not all who lactate identify as mothers or women or ministrating person instead of administrating woman. Pronouns are also incredibly important and starting with a gender they can be helpful if it's not clear which pronoun your patient refer prefers. So your, your patient, your coworker or whomever you're dealing with. When in doubt about how to best address a person or a patient, don't be afraid to simply ask. Asking your patient how they would like to be addressed is a sign of respect 
and signifies that you are aware that not all individuals identify with she or he pronouns. So I wanted to end with that. I hope you find it useful and and learn. take time on your own to, to learn more, to find out more about the LGBTQ plus community and um, people from different religions, from different backgrounds, people that look different from you, people that speak different languages. Diversity means diversity. It doesn't mean black and white and it doesn't mean male, female. It is is way deeper than that. And it's up to us to do our best, especially in healthcare, because in sterile processing, we definitely work with people that are from the LGBTQ community and they identify it. And some people talk explicitly about it. I work with people who have, you know what I mean? And it didn't change how I viewed them at all. It was like, can't, are we working together or are we not? You know what I'm saying? Can you pull that load off for me or can't you? You know what I mean? But I didn't have any personal biases against them, but I'm not sure exactly what they went through and they never expressed that to me. So I really, really hope that um, I can be a part of stopping the hate. Okay. So anyways, you guys go out there and be great until next time. Peace.